Welcome back to another edition of Vegas Ringside Rundown. This is the midweek edition. Get ready to hit the ice with Nate and Ron on Vegas Rinkside Rundown, the podcast that turns the spotlight onto youth hockey in Las Vegas. Well, this week, no Nate, as he is traveling to Idaho for the Las Vegas Storm 14UAA tournament that's happening out in Idaho. Um, so I'm flying solo today. You know... I once tried to write a book on a mountain, but it was just a tall tale. Speaking of which, have you dived into the world of talltales.app? It's where stories stand head and shoulders over the rest, bringing characters and plots to life like never before. Dive into a new dimension of storytelling with talltales.app, because the best tales aren't just told, they're experienced. And of course, if there are, if there are any questions, uh, please reach us out at info at vegasringside.com. That's info at vegasringside.com. All right, first and foremost, let's go over the recap. We got we do have some breaking news. You may have heard it already, but I'm going to break it again because it needs to be broken. Is what needs to happen. And here it is. This just in. and be a huge upgrade for the community. A realty company announced it will be redeveloping the old Fiesta Rancho and Texas Station Casinos. And our Giovanni Carrillo was at that huge announcement. He joins us live from North Las Vegas now with more on this exciting news. Giovanni. Right, well, this is an exciting time for the North Las Vegas community. Today, the realty company Agora shared its vision for the old Fiesta Rancho Casino that you see right behind me. Now, the area will no longer be vacant, but instead it will be redeveloped and filled with shops and restaurants and two ice rinks that will eventually be managed by the Las Vegas Golden Knights. VGK Senior Vice President of Hockey Programming and Development, Darren Elliott, says this is only going to be the beginning of hockey's continued growth in the desert. How do we best put our expertise together um, and, and to this project? And it was to make sure that the existing rink, the kids who are playing now there, um, aren't displaced, that the facility doesn't uh, close up that we keep it open, operational, put some t TLC involved into it and make sure that the ice rink stays up until the brand new beautiful facilities are, are completed. Excited about the new construction and tell me that it's just what the community needs. Now the realty company has not shared a timeline of when construction might begin here, but city leaders do say that this will have a huge impact here for the community. And Johnny, I'm sure this is going to have a huge impact on the hockey community as yeah, well. Giovanni, it's crazy. Every single local says that they didn't imagine hockey to be this big. And I'm sure all the doubters who thought that hockey would never work in the desert are eating their words right now. Now we're all familiar with City National Arena in Summerlin, the America First Center in Henderson, but this 
new hockey, this hockey rink right here behind me, it's going to be a new hub for the Vegas Golden Knights and their development of hockey in the Valley. Now, I want to show you some statistics that I have with me on hand right now. Now, according to USA Hockey, in 2016 and 2017, right before the Knights came here to Vegas, there were 1,382 registered hockey players in the state of Nevada. Not Vegas, the whole state of Nevada. As of 2021 to 2022, that number has increased to 5,342 and it will surely increase now that the Knights have won a Stanley Cup. And the Knights will start their programming in November and it's going to be from learning how to skate all the way to the travel hockey program that they have. And the Valley is now going to have eight total rinks for people to get into hockey and really just get into ice skating. So it's going to be a great development for the city and surely a great development for hockey in Las Vegas. Trisha? That's just in. What do you guys think out there listening to this podcast? What do you think about this? They didn't make no mention of the Las Vegas Ice Warriors. Uh, no mention of that they're currently doing all the great things for the community that are there. Um, travesty, really. I mean, you heard Darren Elliott at the end say that they're going to continue to keep the program going and some TLC to the current rinks. Uh, but if you are the Las Vegas Ice Warriors GM, give me a call. Hit us up at info at VegasRingside.com. Let's get you on the podcast and let's talk about this. Yes, it would be great to have two brand new rinks. Uh, the only thing is it's going to be run by Vegas Golden Knights crew, uh, which is their travel program is the Vegas Junior Golden Knights. And what happens to the Las Vegas Ice Warriors? Big question mark there. Right now, currently, Las Vegas Ice Warriors are playing, and they're playing down in Arizona for much-needed tournament. So you heard it there from the KTNV North Las Vegas News. It was reported, I believe, today, October 25th. Vegas Golden Knights have to provide enough sheets of ice in the Las Vegas general area. There was plans for them to build two sheets out by the M out in Henderson, but obviously that got nixed, so they ended up going to North Las Vegas. I mean, it's a smooth move on their end, but unfortunately, everything runs through Vegas Golden Knights. The only struggle we're going to have is potentially losing that Las Vegas Ice Warrior team. Hope that that doesn't happen. Hopefully, they can continue on with the name and continue to grow that program because currently, Las Vegas has three programs. You have the Vegas Junior Golden Knights, Las Vegas Storm, Las Vegas Ice Warriors, in no particular order, just off the top of my head. And the Golden Knights say in this article that youth hockey participation has quadrupled since the team has come to town, but they have a, they have two sheets of ice in Henderson. They're not running any Bantam teams out there. There's no Bantam teams out in Henderson Silver Knights program. So there are some limitations to what they currently have. Now, is those limitations of what they currently have solely based on the fact that you don't that organization can only take so many kids from different organizations and grow their own program? Like they can't just take a bunch of kids from the storm. They try, trust me, they try. But 
They can't do it. And like you said, according to USA Hockey, there was 1,382 registered hockey players as of 21-22. There's 5,342. I'm sure there's a lot more now. And think about that. 5,342 kids that want to play hockey. Where do they go? What do they do? This is the perfect podcast for you to listen to. Because it's going to help you and direct you on where you can go. Just look at listen to the previous episodes. It says the Knights will, will start their program in November. What program might that be? Because they already have the Little Knights program there. Learn to skate and all that good stuff there. I'm curious to know, Junior Golden Knights, is this going to be another avenue or another opportunity for them to get more to gobble up more ice so they can run their junior programs out of there so if you want to talk las vegas ice warriors reach out to me info at vegasringside.com it's unfortunate and we know that it was coming but we were hoping that vegas ice warriors were able to to build those two sheets of ice themselves and and grow their program too. Hopefully they can. But if you don't have a sheet of ice, you don't own a sheet of ice, you're not running a program. So they're in partnership with the person, the people that actually own that rink, I, I would assume. So the question is, is what happens to Las Vegas Ice Warriors? More to come, I guess. More to come. 14UA... And the 14UB and the and the 16U, I don't know if it's select. They're all going to Arizona to play games. So they continue to play. If you have any questions, you can always reach us, reach us out here at info at VegasRingside.com. So that is on the table. Now, moving forward, though, there were a bunch of teams this weekend that had games. Um we will just start off with 14UAA. That's Bantam. I know that because I was at those games. Uh, Storm played four games in the Rocky Mountain Hockey Federation. So Storm is a part of the Colorado Rocky Mountain Hockey Federation. And they play upwards of 12 to 15 games, uh, potentially to where they land on the playoffs or where they land they can make playoffs. Uh, right now, it was not a great start for the Las Vegas 14UAA Storm. Uh, they went into uh, Arizona, or excuse me, Denver, playing uh, Norco, which is Northern Colorado Junior Eagles. Uh, great game, down three, down four one, I think, down four one at the time. Ends up coming back four four tie. Uh, third period, complete domination by Storm. Great game. Then they play their second game, which is Arapahoe Warriors. Uh, they ended up losing 0-3. to They ended up playing Arvada, losing to them 0-3. to And then the number one team in the Rocky Mountain Hockey Federation is the Lafayette Locomotives. Uh, they lost to them 0-5. Uh, little side note on the Lafayette Locomotives. I don't know if you guys know uh, Nick Brusa. But he was a storm coach. He was VGK coach uh, over the last couple of years. He kind of moved on to Arizona. Well, he's currently coaching 14UA out of Lafayette, Colorado. And we had a chance to sit down and talk to him and interview him for about 25 minutes. 
that interview is going to come up on Thursday's podcast. So make sure you come back to this podcast uh, on Thursday, Thursday evening-ish. We're going to be cutting in that interview, seg- segments of that interview into our podcast uh, next week. But Nick Brusa has a great uh, sub stack that you can actually uh, purchase. Go to his website. It could be great for your your kid trying to learn hockey or understand hockey or, you know, like what to eat, what not to eat, that kind of thing. Um, but we did have a great interview. So please uh, do what you can. Let your, your kiddos know that we are we had interviewed Nick Brusa, who used to be the Storm PWB head coach um, and then ended up being VGK, I believe, 16A head coach. And then moved on. He ended up going to uh, northern Arizona and then now in Lafayette, Colorado. Hey, guys. This is Ron reporting live here in uh, Colorado. Uh, Lafayette. Is it Lafayette? Lafayette, yeah. Lafayette. I'm here with Coach Nick Brusa. We, we appreciate it and welcome to the podcast, Coach. Yeah, thanks for having me. So can you elaborate on your relationship-based uh, approach to coaching athletes? Yeah, I think for me it's important that we remember whenever we're coaching, we're not just coaching these players that just play hockey. We're talking about these are actual people, these are kids. Um, They have stuff going on other than just what's right in front of them or maybe what you see. So I think as a coach, it's a little bit more than standing behind a bench or just running practice. You're really dealing with a lot of interpersonal relationships and the dynamics of the room and how to really navigate those personalities. So I think for me, uh, being a coach, you want to be a role model for young athletes. And these kids are just watching what you're doing all the time. They're seeing you in different situations, whether you're dealing with a player one-on-one or you're in a group setting. I think the players are really observing what type of person you are with when you're upset, when you're angry, um, when you're in a good mood, how consistent are you? And really, they don't have, I think, too many adults in their life to really model that behavior after so having a relationship based coaching it's it's really trying to build your culture for the team and you're leading by example meaning I'm going to treat you the way I would like to be treated Mm -hmm. and I would expect that from the rest of my group so hopefully that translates into the game because yeah the guy inside the helmet like you got to have a big heart and you got to make a lot of decisions it's not just pure uh brute and strength and X's and O's. So there's a little sneak peek for you guys uh, for the Coach Brusa interview. That's one question out of many that was asked. Hope you guys enjoy. Now we get right into the action. More hockey scores. Vegas Junior Golden Knights, 14 AA, played this past weekend. They had scrimmages up in Utah. They played Park City Ice Miners, beating them 5-2. Then repeat that game again, beating them, uh, tying them 4-4. And then played Utah Junior Grizzlies, uh, having a tie 2-2. So they played three games this weekend and uh, ended up being 1-0-2. And then the 14U A for Storm ended up uh, tying their first game in Colorado. A lot of the Storm teams did go to Colorado, so there's a lot of games out of Colorado right now. Uh, 14U A ended up beating or tying Arvada 1-1. They ended up playing Foothills Flyers beating him 3-0, Lafayette Locomotives, beating him 5-0, and then Arapaho Warriors, 
Uh, they beat them five to two. So great job, Storm 14UA. For the Pee Wee division, uh, Vegas Junior Golden Knights Double A ended up being idle last weekend, so no games played. But Storm Double A was out in Colorado. They ended up losing to the Colorado Rampage two to seven. Ended up tying Lafayette Locomotive three three. Ended up losing to Arapaho Warriors zero to five. And then coming back uh, with a dominating victory in the fourth game against our Arvada, beating him for nothing. And then the Pee Wee A team, obviously, well, as I said, a lot of Storm teams, Pee Wee A Storm uh, out in Colorado, playing Arapahoe Warriors, beating him 6 2. Uh, Littleton Hawks, Red, beating him 6 1. And uh, Storm A playing against Colorado Rampage, beating him 9 3. And then Storm A, Arapahoe Warriors, beating him 3 2. Are losing three to seven. Three and one for the weekend. Great job there. Vegas Junior Golden Knights, Pee Wee A, idle last weekend. For the squirts, the Vegas Junior Golden Knights, Double A, played out of town. Not sure where they ended up going, but they ended up playing South Pittsburgh Rebellion, beating them 10 to three. Then playing against Peoria Junior Mustangs, killing them at 26 nothing. Playing the Chicago Hawks, beating them 9-2. Columbus Blue Jackets, beating them 8-0. St. Clair Shore Saints, red team, beating them 7-3. And then taking home gold, it sounds like they were in the tournament because they had five games, or six games really, playing against Carolina Alliance, beating them 7-2. So great job, 10U Vegas Junior Golden Knights, double-A team, sweeping that series all six games. Great job. For the Henderson Junior Silver Knights, A, they ended up playing, I, I think it's scrimmages up, up in Utah, but I do want to report on them. They played Park City Ice Miners, beating them 10-0. Utah Junior Grizzlies beating them 6-4. Provo Predators beating them 5-1. Playing Park City again, beating them 4-0. So right now they beat two games, 14-0. Great job. And then going after Utah Junior Grizzlies, which is probably their best uh, or hardest competition, ending up beating them 2-1. to one. So Henderson Junior Silver Knights, 10U A-team, crushing Utah teams for sure. And Vegas Junior Golden Knights A-team was idle last week for the Squirts 10U. So 10U AA Storm also played this weekend. Their scores goes as follows. They ended up losing 2-7 against Arapaho, but came back and won 3-1 against Arvada. Ended up losing 13-3 against Rampage, and then won 4-0 against Northern Colorado Junior Eagles. So basically going into a four-game stretch, they ended up going 2-2. Great job for the 10U AA Storm team. Also, just want to give a shout out. I met a really nice dad out in Colorado. His daughter was playing on the Vegas Junior Golden Knights team. I believe it was Pee Wee girls team. Let's not forget about the girls youth hockey teams. So the 12 and under went out to Denver, Colorado to play in the International Silver Stick. You had teams from WGHL, NGHL, OOS, Crovo Girls, 12UAA. 
You had Arapaho Lady Warriors, Las Vegas Storm Girls, Vegas Junior Golden Knights, 12U Girls, Mountain Select Girls, TTLHA Colorado 14ers to 12UAA, and then the NGHL uh, Rocky Mountain Hockey Federation. All these acronyms, HHHA, have no idea what it is, girls 12UB. Seven teams played. Uh, the final standings show the WGHL Crivo girls 12UAA at, at undefeated 4-0. In second place was Arapaho Lady Warriors, three and one. Las Vegas Storm Girls, two and one and one. Um, and then you go down to Vegas Junior Golden Knights Girls, one and three. They had two points. But the semifinals kicked off Sunday, October 22nd, where the Las Vegas Storm Girls played the Arapaho Lady Warriors. Ended up losing. Storm ended up losing. One nothing, and then you had the championship game, which was the NGHL RMHF HHA girls against the Arapaho Lady Warriors, where the Lady Warriors take it down to nothing. But great showing for the girls teams going out to Colorado, playing in the international silver stick, and for the fourteen U AA girls team, Vegas Junior Golden Knights had a team out there. They ended up playing three games, going two and one with five points in the green division. So I don't think they ended up making playoffs for that international silver stick. The championship was Lady Gold Rush Hockey Club, along with the WGHL Lady Rough Riders, with the Lady Gold Rush taking it down for the championship. 16U AA team had a Vegas Junior Golden Knights team out there for the ladies. Uh, they ended up going one and three. Uh, they made playoffs. And on October 22nd, Vegas Junior Golden Knights girls, 16 AA girls, end up taking it down 3 2 against Omaha Lady Lancers. And then in the championship round, Vegas Junior Golden Knights, 16 AA girls, played the WGHL, LHA. Colorado 14ers, 16U AA team, unfortunately losing 3-0 to that team. But great second-place finish in the international silver stick for Vegas Junior Golden Knights 16U team. So that's me, Ron Wrights, you know, speaking to you uh, live here in my studio. Uh, no Nate, as I said, he is out on the road uh, we're just trying to give out more information. I do know that the 16U Select for Ice Warriors boys ended up playing this past weekend. They ended up going down to Arizona playing Arizona Hockey Union, 16UA, losing 0-2. Then going against Arizona Titans, 16U AA team, beating them 3-2. Then playing two more games with Arizona Hockey Union, losing 6-8 and beating them 2-1. So great scrimmages down in Arizona for the 16U Select. Uh, keep up the great work. I know that they're working hard to defeat as many teams as possible. Vegas Golden Knights 16U AAA and AA teams both ha were idle this weekend, so I'm sure they got plenty of practice in. Uh, there were some high school games that ended up playing uh, Bishop Gorman Varsity D2. So this would be their varsity team for Bishop Gorman. Uh, 
Ended up playing Capistrano United, losing 3-4. Playing La Jolla County Day High School, losing 1-3. And then taking Edison High School into overtime or shootout, losing, unfortunately, 3-4. And then Bishop Gorman Division Three, Varsity Division Three, which would normally be our JV team, ended up going to California and taking a win over Stockton 3-2. Unfortunately, then follows up with a loss, 2-4 loss over Inland Empire. But then coming back strong against San Diego United, winning 6-2. You know, I once asked my house how it felt about our mortgage. It said it felt very at home with all Western mortgage. When it comes to finding a mortgage that makes sense and feels right, All Western Mortgage is the go-to because life takes you places. And they're here to help you find and finance yours. Settle in with confidence, thanks to All Western Mortgage. Let's also not forget about UNLV Hockey this weekend, this past weekend. They ended up playing Utah, beating them 6-2 on October 20th, and then beating them 3-2 on the 21st. UNLV has more games coming up against Arizona State. Excuse me, against Arizona. Uh, They're playing October 26th and 27th this weekend. Or next weekend. One of those weekends. And then they go back uh, playing San Diego State University on November 2nd. Let's not forget about Las Vegas Thunderbirds. They're going to be on the road October 27th, 28th, and 29th playing the Bakersfield Roughnecks. Other than that, folks, that is the news and the updates for this past weekend. If you want to get your team in the updates and I'm not talking about them, just let me know. If you are looking to get your team mentioned on the podcast, just reach out to me at info at VegasRingside.com. That's info at VegasRingside.com. Also, hit us up on Instagram at Vegas Ringside Rundown. That's the podcast name. We're at Vegas Ringside Rundown on Instagram. Don't forget to also reach out to our Facebook group page called Vegas Ringside Rundown. Once again, folks, this is Ron reporting in Las Vegas, talking about Las Vegas youth hockey, and I'm out.